0: All right, what up? What up? It's Michigan Week. This is a big one. We thought that the Ohio State game was big, and that was big. Um, but this one, even if we would have won in Columbus, this one would still be a monumental win. And we'll get into we'll get into all that. We'll 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 impact the magnitude of of this game coming up. And we'll talk about the Maryland game, what we saw, what we liked, what we didn't like, although there wasn't wasn't too much to, to dislike. Um, so we'll talk about that, and then talk about a lot of other things. But first off, to slate, as always. Um, rankings, of course, reflect the latest college football playoff rankings. Starting at noon, as we always do, number eight, Alabama travels to take on Kentucky, 12 o'clock on ESPN. Texas Tech travels to Lawrence to take on number 16, Kansas. That is 12 o'clock, FS1. Tulsa takes on number 23, Tulane. 12 o'clock, ESPN2. Uh, going down to the later hours, number 21, Arizona. Takes on Colorado. That is 2 o'clock on the Pac-12 network. Uh, James Madison is ranked, but not ranked. Uh, they take on Yukon, 2 o'clock on ESPN+. Going down to the 330 hour, there are some good games in the 330 hour and this is one of those weekends where when we handle our business on saturday and a couple other things maybe fall into place this is just one of those november weekends that things could get ugly and i mean that in a good way for us things could get things could get get spicy within the rankings the 330 hour presents some of those games for us miami takes on number four florida state 330 abc that's in tallahassee all these games are uh, home field advantage type of games. Uh, like I said, Miami travels to Tallahassee. Number 18, Utah travels to Seattle to take on Washington. Number 5, Washington. Uh, that is 3.30 on Fox. Number 13, Tennessee takes on number 14, Missouri. 3.30 on CBS. Number 15, Oklahoma State coming off that massive win versus Oklahoma. Uh, they take on UCF, 3.30 on ESPN. That is down in Orlando. Uh, now, number 22, Iowa sitting at 7-2. Uh, they take on Rutgers at home, uh, 3.30 on the Big Ten Network. Going down to the later later hours, uh, number 12, Oregon State takes on Stanford, 5.30 on the Pac-12 Network. Number nine, this is a big one in the SEC. Uh, big one for, for, for us regardless of who wins or loses. Uh, number nine, Ole Miss takes on number two, Georgia. That is down in Athens, uh, 7 o'clock ESPN. West Virginia looking to boost their resume. They take on number 17, Oklahoma now, 7 o'clock on Fox. Number seven, Texas takes on TCU in Fort Worth, 7.30 on ABC. Michigan State takes on number one, Ohio State, 7.30 on NBC. Uh, number 19, LSU coming off that loss to Alabama, looks a rebound versus Florida. Uh, had that bad loss to Arkansas, 7.30 on the SEC Network. Uh, number 24, North Carolina hosts Duke, 8 o'clock on the ACC Network. Uh, number 6, Oregon hosts USC, now unranked USC, 10.30 on Fox. Iowa State takes on BYU, 10.15 ESPN. And for United House, as always, Hawaii comes on board. Uh, 11 o'clock, they host Air Force. Yeah, this is one of those weekends, again, um, it could be chalk. All those higher-end teams could win. There could be no upsets. There could be one. Um, I don't know what time Pitt plays, but, you know, as always, fuck Pitt. So it could be one of those weekends. We'll have to wait and see. I, there's, um, you know, there, there are some good games. And it starts, it starts at the top. Number eight, Alabama takes on Kentucky. Kentucky is not as good as people wanted them to be. But, again, you never know what's going to happen. And that 3.30 window, you know, Miami travels to Tallahassee. Utah travels to Seattle. At those, you know, at least the Utah game, if that was reversed, maybe. But, and I think I think Utah is going to give Washington a better game than expected. I know that they got dismantled by Oregon. I don't think I don't think Kyle Whittingham lets that happen again to a top team. Um, again, it is on the road. One of those weird three thirty East Coast games, twelve thirty West Coast games. You don't know how juiced up the crowd will be. They will be eventually. Um, but yeah, that's also a big one as well. Um, you know, going down. Michigan State takes on Ohio State. I think Ohio State destroys them. I don't think that's any question. But then Texas takes on TCU. TCU isn't obviously anywhere close to what they were last year, but it's 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 one of those games. Um, so there's there's a a bunch of a bunch of chances for for upsets, if you will, quote unquote. Ole Miss, you know, they have a chance to really to really make some moves and upset Georgia down in Athens. Um, we got to handle our business, right? That's all that matters. We got to win. And James Franklin said it in his press conference this week. We're taking winning for granted. Like, it's not easy to do what we're doing. I know the loss to Ohio State stings. I, I understand that. But we're 8-1. And, and we have a chance this weekend to to keep things rolling. To keep things going in the positive direction. Instead of where we usually are at this point of the season, lose our second game, and then that's it. Like, then we're back to square one. And then the final two games, yes, I know they matter, but they really don't. Like that's that's how things have gone. So this weekend is a is a again, monumental opportunity for us. Monumental. And I'll get into get into that in a second. The Maryland game. After the way the previous two weeks had gone against Ohio State and then against Indiana, I told you guys, the Indiana game, we needed that. We need to get punched around by a team like Indiana, you know, a team that doesn't deserve to punch us around. We needed that real quick. The Ohio State game was a wake-up call. Indiana, you know, we were hungover from that Ohio State game. It was a weird game. You have a team like Indiana who always plays as tough. They're one of those random teams in the Big Ten that is always looking for an upset. They don't quite get it, but they're always lurking. Right, and the way that game went was necessary. That stretch, though, at the end of the game at the final five minutes, whatever it was. It started with the pick, which was also necessary. And then we get the stop, hold them to three. And then Drew comes down, bing, bang, boom, touch on Lambert Smith, which was a beautiful pass in stride, put it where his guy could get it. And then we get the strip sack, results in the safety, game over with, right? That stretch, I, I don't want to say it woke up our team, but... Having seen the way they played against Ohio State, and by the way, the Ohio State game, like that wasn't like we like we were with them the entire game. They made one or two more plays than we did. That's it. And if a couple things go our way, that's a completely different ballgame. I know, I know, you know. There's no point in, in doing this, but I'm just saying that game wasn't nearly as bad as we thought. People said it was the worst offensive game they've ever seen. Clearly, they didn't see us lose to Iowa six to four, so that game wasn't nearly as bad. Regardless, the Indiana game was necessary, and I think I don't want to say it woke our team up, but I think in some ways it did. I think the interception, like it was completely necessary. We were all we were all waiting for it. You know, the kid's gonna throw picks, like it happens. Every every quarterback throws interceptions. Like it's just going to happen. Just don't make them heinous interceptions like we've seen our quarterbacks do in the past. Just don't do that. Just don't do that. Don't throw pick sixes. Don't 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 do shit like that. Um but I think I think that all was necessary. And then I said coming into the Maryland game, we needed to do to Maryland what everyone thought we were going to do to in Indiana, which was dominate them start to finish. And we did. They had their moments. Maryland's offense is gonna have their moments. But they had two moments. And they came off of really shitty Pense penalties, that extended drives. The missed block punt by Liam Clifford, uh, that resulted in the in the roughing the roughing the kicker, and I believe there was a, a pass interference call. Both those got drives, you know, got drives started and continued them, and they scored. But like that's it. We dominated them start to finish. They had negative fifty five yards rushing. With all the sacks included and whatnot, negative fifty-five yards rushing. That's the second best performance in Penn State history, ever. Negative fifty-five yards rushing. That's an astonishing number. That is an astonishing number. That, that unbelievable number that no one's gonna talk about. I mean, what we did to Iowa, holding them to seventy what seventy-six yards of total offense. That that was also very impressive. That's 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 more impressive. You know, Maryland was able to move the ball with, you know, with uh, Talia's arm and everything. And I was watching the game with with my cousin Caleb and my brother-in-law BJ and some other guys. Um, Shout out to those two. Um, You know, Talia started off, what, 17 of 17 or some shit like that. That's fine. Like I said, he can start like that, but he's going to finish, you know, 24 of of 35 or whatever. Like he's going to have to throw – if that's the case – He's going to have to throw for 500 yards and five touchdowns to beat us. Like, there was no other way that they were going to – like, no. They couldn't run the ball. And Talia wasn't going to drop back and throw it 60 times. Like, he could have. And maybe he would have gotten 400 yards and four touchdowns. But, like, that was the only way they were going to beat us. Um, but, I mean, we dominated them. Start to finish, basically. And that was that was what we needed to do. And if we came in to that game and came away with a 27-20 to 20 win – Yes, I know what is a win, but after the way we finished the Indiana game, I we we needed to see us continue that that confidence, continue with that confidence, get that get that swag back that we had heading into the Ohio State game, that we definitely lost for a hot second. We got it back at the end of the, at the end of the Indiana game, and then against Maryland, it was on full display. With the way that Drew played against Maryland. The confidence that he had throwing some of those passes. You can count on one hand how many quote-unquote bad throws he had. But those bad throws were just deep shots that he missed. There was no throws that were like oh, almost picked off. No, he doesn't do that. He doesn't do that. He's one pick on the season. and You can probably count on one hand, maybe two, how many turnover-worthy balls he's thrown. And they were like very early on in the season. I think they were all against West Virginia basically. And going back to the West Virginia game, this this was the best that we've seen him play since that game. He's had he's had those moments. He's had those pockets of greatness, but that West Virginia game was the most complete game that we had seen up until up until this point. And I mean, shout out to the O-line because he was he wasn't getting any pressure on him. None of the Maryland defenders, which isn't surprising because Lockley only recruits Speed in in athletes. He doesn't worry about the the offensive and defensive line. He was not even remotely close to getting touched. Drew Aller. The only reason his jersey was getting dirty was because he was taking off and running and sliding. And that was it. And those 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 RPO runs that he had, those those you know fake out runs, those were nice. I don't think he's gonna do that against Michigan. Maryland's defense played super soft and, like, basically gave him the middle of the field. And he made the right plays, made the right calls. Boom. Um, a little pump and go. And that was it. That was good. The, the throws he made, not, not, not the touchdowns, but the ones that keep the drives going. Like, that's what he's going to have to do this weekend. Shifting to Michigan now, though, going just transitioning. This is a career defining game. For Drew Aller, Like, this game on Saturday is all on number 15. Like, there's no other way to put it. We can rush for 200 yards. You know, we can rush for 250. But that doesn't mean we'll see the end zone with those guys. It, it's way more likely that we'll see Drew put the ball in the end zone than it, than it is Cateron or Nick. Now, obviously, I'd love a complete game and have Drew throw for a bunch of yards and have one of the one of those guys pop off and go for a buck 50 or so and a couple of touchdowns. Yes, that's the ideal situation. But this game isn't going to play out like that. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game uh or lower-scoring game than than we're used to. I think it'll still be maybe in the 20s, maybe first team to 20. Um much like the Ohio State game. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. But there's going to be those four to six throws. Those four to six plays in the game that he, the quarterback, that he will have to make, that Drew Aller is going to have to make, that we haven't had a quarterback make. Look, look, I I, remember the Michael Robinsons of the world. I remember the Daryl Clarks of the world. I remember what Matt McGloin did in 2012. I remember some of the big moments that Christian Hackenberg had. I remember what Trace did. I remember what Clifford did. I remember those. Those guys were good to really good college quarterbacks, But none of them were great. And no one can say otherwise. None of those guys were great college quarterbacks. Drew Aller has a chance right now, this weekend, to take that next step and become a great quarterback. Like this game, this game, our season. Now there's no guarantee that we even make the playoffs if we win this game. But if we win the game, or when we win the game, I should say, we still have a chance other things have to happen. Yes, we got to root for Michigan in a couple weeks against Ohio State. Yes, other teams gonna lose. Yes, but this gives us a, gives us a chance, and this allows us to take that next step, to keep progressing, and to know that he is that guy. That's what we want. Like we we've put all the eggs in that Drew Aller basket from day one, the moment that he committed. The moment that he became a five-star, got on campus, you saw what he did against Purdue, you saw the glimpses last year, the West Virginia game was 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 awesome, right? We thought that was going to be an every-game thing. Ohio State happened, okay, that was his first road game, first test against arguably the best team in the country, like, wish we could have done better, but we didn't. Learning experience, the Indiana game, looked like dog shit for almost four quarters, almost the entire game. But he made the play and he made the throw when he needed to do so that was all on him this game this weekend much like last weekend too we won that game because he was making some fucking dimes he was throwing some absolute bombs absolute ropes this weekend this is all on drew he has to go out and he has to be that dude i think your i think franklin they're going to put him in position like hey dude this is yours. Go fucking take it. Like go outperform JJ McCarthy. Go fucking tear that defense apart. I think they let him throw it 40 to 45 times. And I think I think this is Drew's real coming out party. I know West Virginia was was a big game, big moment under the lights, first game of the season, first game as a starter. Like yes, I that was a that was a big one. Ohio State would have been the same thing but you got the number three team in the country coming into your place with everything that's going on. Take it or leave it. All those things that are happening with Michigan, we still got to go out and win this game. We got the number three team in the country coming to our building. The two-time defending Big Ten champs. We got to go fucking take it. Drew has to go out and fucking take it. I am not worried about our defense. And I said, okay, this, this part too. Like I said, heading into the Ohio State game, there was no way that Manny Diaz could let Marvin Harrison Jr. beat us. And he did. Okay? This is this is different, this one. Like, there's no way Michigan's running for 400 yards against us again. There's there's no way. Like, just not going to happen. Now, I trust our defense. Okay? I The way that they're playing, the confidence that they have after – the end of that Indiana game and then what they did against Maryland, that they got that swagger back, right? And I'd love to have Trap Robinson back. I'd love to have Amin Vanover back. I'd love to have Trey Wallace back. Trap Robinson probably most out of all those guys. But Trey Wallace gives us, you know, a, a huge advantage. With Dante Cephas playing with a lot of confidence now, Lambert Smith had a good game. You know, the tight ends, obviously we know what they can do. They're the best tight end group in the country. Our offensive line, again, I I know it's Maryland, but they got to gain some confidence from last week. Like that was one of the best games that we've seen this offensive line play all season, if not the best game. It was complete one hundred and eighty from what we saw the week before. Complete one hundred and eighty from what we saw against Ohio State, and heading into this game, it's gonna, we're gonna need their best performance. We're gonna need, I'm not gonna say we need a perfect game, okay? But we're gonna need something very close, and it starts with number fifteen. This is his moment. I know he's still got a lot of football left. This is his moment. Because we lose this game. Okay, we go 10 and 2. We go to your sixth game. That's not what the season was all about. That's not what the season was about. This season was about finally getting over that hump, finally get it, getting over that hurdle, whether it was one of the hurdles or two of the hurdles. Okay? We've beaten Michigan before, but we've never beaten this type of Michigan team. Like We've never beaten the top-tier Michigan team. We've beaten them when they've been a little bit down. We've never beaten this Michigan team. Okay, the two-time defending Big Ten champs. With with everything that's going on, they're coming to our place. We got to go get it. And I, and I think we do. Um, this game can set us up for a while. Like, we win this game. Again, I, I, I know there's no guarantee that we even make the playoffs, maybe not even sniff the playoffs with a win. But... This, the, the confidence that it gives this program. Like, yeah, we can do it. Like, we can beat them. Like, we can beat these guys. Like, we can compete with them. Like, we're not just right there. We are there. And like, we have the missing piece that we've been waiting for, for 30 years, to compete for a national title. We have that missing piece. And it's Drew Aller. And we, we've all been saying that for the last two years. Like we've all been saying that since he stepped foot on campus, I, the hype was real. Okay, we saw what he did, and we came in against Purdue. It was six plays, but those six plays generated the most amount of buzz that any six plays have ever generated. And he's shown those pockets of greatness that we just haven't seen in a very long time. And again, I remember all those, those quarterbacks that I just listed. Like I remember what they did; they were really good. You know, Big Ten champs. But that's not good enough. That's not what we want. Big 10 champs, great, that's awesome. But we wanna go from good to great, from great to elite. And it starts with the quarterback. On every team, across the country, at every level, it starts with the quarterback. And if you don't have a great college quarterback, you're not gonna do shit. And we haven't had a great college quarterback in almost 30 years, since Kerry Collins. Like, all those other guys, they, they, they were really good, but none of them were great. None of them approached greatness. And Drew has that chance to knock off the number three team and have a big game. Huge game. It's like, a statement game that we've all been just kind of waiting to see. And we haven't had many opportunities this season. Like, West Virginia, yes, that was that was a good one. Ohio State was the only only other opportunity we had to see him take that step. And we just didn't do it that was a collective team team failure on offense collective team failure but i think now the confidence that he has and he said it's starting to click and franklin said it a while ago but it's starting to click for him and when it's starting to click for the quarterback when it's starting to click for someone who has that kind of talent everything else around him falls into place everybody else feeds off of that you know if we go in saturday and we, you know, we go on a drive to start the game, and he's just throwing dimes, and we go boom, boom, boom down the field, and he, you know, throws a touchdown pass first first drive of the game. That like that changes everything. Like that changes everything rather than us going three and out, or you know him looking shaky, and you'll like, we'll know right away what kind of game he's going to have. Like Those first couple drives are going to tell us everything about what he's going to do that day. If he comes out and he's and he's driving back there like he was, like that touchdown pass he threw to Tyler Warren in the corner of the end zone, he dropped back and he, he knew exactly what he was going to do. And he just throws a rope. The camera couldn't even almost catch up to it. And the passes he threw, the one he threw to Cephas in the corner of the end zone, the second one, that was just like you're in the backyard. And he said after the game, he's just playing loose and free. Fucking sign me up for that. If that's what playing loose and free looks like for Drew Aller. sign me up. You know, defense, I I would love to see us have four or five sacks on J.J. McCarthy. Cause some havoc. You know, Blake Corum, shut him down a little bit. I don't think we're going to shut them down. You know, slow them down would be great. You know, hold them to, you know, a buck 50 on the ground compared to what we did last year. That's outstanding. I'd love to see some sacks some turnovers, maybe a pick six, something like that. But we're going to, like, and also the crowd, I know it's a noon game, but this, like, this one means a lot. This one means a lot. We are America's team this weekend, by the way, guys. And it's been since what, late October, early November of 2011, since people rooted for Penn State. No one has rooted for Penn State in the last 11 years, right? Like it's just, we haven't been that, haven't been that program everyone hates us which is fine but we're america's team this weekend because everyone hates michigan everyone wants to see them explode me personally so this is like this is a huge huge game on so many levels huge game for drew huge game for our defense huge game for manny diaz huge game for mike yurcich yes obviously a huge game for james franklin that one goes without saying but this is a huge game for guys like manny diaz and mike yurcich I trust Manny Diaz to put our defense in, in great positions. And I trust Mike Yersich to put Drew Aller in a situation where it's like, all right, dude, go get it. Okay, we're gonna put the ball in your hands and we're gonna let you we're gonna let you do what you do. And I again I expect him to let him throw it forty to forty five times. We're definitely gonna run the ball when we have to, but I think they're gonna let him throw the ball. And it you know, it might take those forty to forty five attempts to, you know, to, to win us the game. I think it's gonna be a very close game. I think it might come down to the wire, but I think this is—I think this is a a huge, huge game in all capacity, and I, I think everyone knows that. Like we, again, it goes back to what I said before the Ohio State game. I'll gladly take three nothing. I don't care at this point. I just want to beat them, but I would love to see Trugo out there and throw three hundred yards four touchdowns and it looked like a masterpiece that would be the ideal situation do I think we're going to win? obviously of course I do I think it's going to be tough I think it's going to be back and forth I think it's going to be on the edge of your seat all game type of thing and I know we want a a night game for this I know we want under the lights this type of situation like deal with it like we're going to be on Fox a lot so it's a noon game it's a stripe out I don't know how I feel about the stripe out I kind of wish we didn't have it, regardless. It is what it is. We got to go get this one. Like, this team, people are like, ah, I don't know about this team. If we win this game, that shuts everybody up. It doesn't erase the sting of the Ohio State game, okay? It doesn't, it doesn't do that. But it, it helps. It helps. Again, number three team in the country coming to Beaver Stadium. This is a huge, 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 as big as it gets, monumental game. For this program if we want to go from good to great great to Elite it's like this game is going to do that this game will help us will catapult us and again it's going to be on the right arm of number 15 I cannot stress that enough I'd love to see Nick or or Catron go off especially Nick Catron's been doing doing a lot of the the heavy lifting lately we'll love to see singleton go off but it's going to be on the arm of of Drew and again, I think we get it done. I think the defense gets the stops when they need to. And I think we make those, I think we make the plays more than Michigan does. Um, score-wise, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go 27-23. I think we get a late touchdown. And the defense gets a stop at the end of the game, the them, and we win the game. 27, yeah, 27-20 I'm going to go. I think Drew throws for three touchdowns, no picks, and he makes the plays, and we win the game because of because of him. And then obviously the defense can stop when they need to. Twenty-seven twenty, boys get the win. I will be up there this weekend. Um, this is it. Like this, this like this is our season. We all know that. So let's be there. Let's be loud, and let's go get this one, right? There's no reason why we can't why we can't beat them. There's no reason. And this is the perfect time to to take down this team. Perfect time to take down Michigan. The first real opponent they've played all season. And it's fucking November, it's going to be November 11th. First team that they've played all season. So let's go. Let's go do it. I'm pumped. I'm jazzed. And the juices are going to start to flow very soon. All right. Again, appreciate as always, Shout out to everyone. Shout out to the boys and girls out there. Appreciate all the the support along the way. See you guys this weekend. Enjoy it. Always remember, we are.